What's the deal, family? It's your boy, Player One, P-L-Y-R-1. You can check out my album, Worst Case Scenario, streaming on all platforms. And you are now tuned in with that boy, Germ, on One on One with Germ. Oh, man, it has been an extremely long time. We are back. Uh... I guess it's not Two West Boys. It's one-on-one with Germ, presented by Two West Boys. We are back in the building at Barron. We got a returning guest, man. He's been here before. But this time, he got a project. And we're going to get into it, man. My boy, Player One, is in the building. Yo, 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 yo. What's the goddamn deal? It's your boy, Player One, back in the building one more again for the one time. Ooh, yeah. You you know he'd have been on the mic. Look how he talking on that joint already, man. My confidence level then went through the damn roof since the, uh, last, since the last interview because uh when we did the last interview obviously it was the first album we had just dropped the escape right. um we did that two those two singles and i kind of just you know i was getting my feet well feet, feet wet with the whole the whole process of you know merchandise uh advertising marketing and and you know getting to know new new artists or other artists that are out there but now like having the feedback and having some some people that are just genuinely interested in the music and interested in me it makes me feel more confident in what the hell I'm doing you right. know um that's that's pretty much all that changed was like my level of confidence because of the fact that I have not only like a set of people that are really interested in what I'm doing but then I also have like basically like damn near co-workers like we're listening to Paris right now Paris's verse on, on on my song Reckless I was gonna ask about Paris yeah 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 like people people like Reckless we got Retro D like all these people that genuinely gives a shit about what I'm doing and it's and super supportive and uh, are just really just down with working with new talent and you know if you weren't if you weren't talented nobody they wouldn't want that type of shit so it just made me it made me feel more confident in what I'm deciding to do so yeah I can definitely Tell you way more confidence since the last time we 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 chat we chat. Uh, excuse me, we chapped it up. Then a little bit after that, man, you did the multiplayer show, man. How'd yeah. that come about? The multiplayer night show, man. That was that's actually one of my highlights of my 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 life right now. Man. Yeah, I, I look back to that event like it, it was yesterday, and it feel it, it 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 makes me really happy to see how everything turned out. So essentially, what we were looking to do, uh, me and my wife slash manager right <laughs> we and initially were kind of just like i want to i want to do something for my birthday um and i wanted to i wanted to do something different i didn't want to have a party or anything i wanted to have a whole concert um i felt like it was the best like marketing tool to utilize because people are going to want to pull up for your birthday regardless people want to hang out with you for your birthday especially if they're your people yeah that's your, that's exactly what i'm saying so I knew I can get some traffic in there, or I thought I could get some traffic in there for people just to be like, yo, I want to celebrate your birthday with you, right? So um, we went out to Chicago, and as I was in Chicago, I was making moves, and we actually tried getting into uh, Warehouse Live first. Initially, the, the location was going to be at Warehouse Live. Um, last minute jitters for for them. they I guess they like double booked or something. So then they call us like super last minute while we're in Chicago. We already think we have the, the venue booked out. Um, they call us like, hey, sorry, we double booked, can't help you. You know, and I'm like, damn. At the last minute. At the last minute. Like, literally, while we were in Chicago, the day I land uh, to come back, the next day was the show. I'm in Chicago, careless. Cool yeah, off, yeah, you know, just having a great time for my birthday. And then that that happens, right? So that ruin everything. Exactly. In an instant. So then I'm talking to uh, one of my other friends, uh, Katie Sukma. And she was like, hey, uh, don't worry about it. I can figure something out. And we ended up landing on the secret group. Secret group didn't have anything booked for that night. And they were actually really flexible and worked with us. So we then ended up uh, booking with them. And after that, it was just all marketing for like, hey, let me get these artists involved. I want to talk to this person of this person. This is actually where I met Nee for the first time. I worked with two. two uh, I went to school with Too Quick. Yeah. And obviously Retro is my brother. And then, I, of course, I've known Paris for years. Uh, so I felt like that was a really good opportunity to allow 
all of us to market ourselves to all of our own fan bases. So it really, it really worked out for the, the better because I got to meet a lot of different people that had never heard of me before, and they're like, "Yo, that, you know, you, you know, you're pretty, you're really fucking good," or you know, they they end up following me on Instagram, or they they don't say anything, but they know, I, I know you fuck with music type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, same thing with my brother, uh, Retro Paris, Too Quick. We all really just kind of built a foundation uh, and a family within that that one event. Because we had so many people pull up and it was just, I mean, you could look back at the pictures. Like, we had that many people pull up for, obviously it was a free show, um, but they still didn't have to come out and support. Right. And that shit was beautiful. It was a beautiful outcome at the end of the day. I'm still mad I wasn't there. Man, look, I don't want to hear that shit. No, <laughs> life, man. I be no. trying to get out to people's shows and I be feeling so bad because I be like, yeah, I'm going to pull up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then last minute, like you say, last minute dance, I be, I be like, dang, man, I be feeling so bad. Nah, man, like. When it when it comes down to the grand scheme of things, bro, I know you wanted to be there. You know what I mean? Like uh, you actually my people, right? And and if you didn't want to be there, you wouldn't have sent the text message. And you sent the text like, "Yo, man, I'm sorry, bro, I cannot make it." And if you really didn't give it, like give a shit, you'd have been like, "Shit, he'll be alright." I'ma watch it on Instagram. Yeah, Yeah, like somebody gonna film it, he'll be alright. But you actually reached out on some like, "Yo, man, I genuinely plan to be there." Exactly. I won't be able to make it out, and I'm like, because I was excited, because I was like, man, you. You just gave me more motivation just to watch what you were doing because my show was back during that you were performing at mm-hmm. on my birthday. Mm-hmm. So it was just giving me concepts. Okay, what what can I do? What can yep. I pull? So it was just going to be a, a test run, a test vision run for me to, to see, see how, how everything how goes, how the flow of show goes and things of their nature. But obviously, good old Cove. Yeah, good old V-I-D. Cove. Yeah, man. So what would, you, what would you tell any artists, any, you know, up-and-coming artists to to get in how they to do a show like you what would you tell them to oh uh, my biggest thing bro that i felt like i took from that whole event was invest in yourself right and then build uh build a team around you stop looking at the like stop looking at it like oh i, I can do this shit on my own mm, you know you won't grow by yourself that it, was me at the end of the day you're gonna need other people you want to like that you're comfortable working with um and then you're gonna have to come out of pocket shit can't be free you right. know what i mean um believe in the product that you create and say to yourself like all right i believe that if i get 20 people in this event you know uh i'd be more happy with 20 people going to the event than 20 people buying tickets or 20 people buying merchandise like because of the fact that if they come out they support it then the word spreads like damn i should have went damn i should have went what's the next show you said what They'd be like, when's the oh next yeah, show? when's the next show? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that was like the the biggest thing for me, and what I would tell anybody else is like, don't be afraid to invest in yourself. I went into this event with no merchandise printed up and no plan to get the money back initially. Mm-hmm. By the time we get closer to the event, the day of the event, I'm like, oh yeah, we could sell some T-shirts, and that literally was my only cash grab. Was like, was to uh, or not cash grab, but like way of paying the event off was selling those to teams. sell the T-shirts. And then I still like at the end. By the end of the event, we were sold out of T-shirts. But if I didn't do that, I still would have been okay because, or I would have been okay with the turnout because the turnout was so massive, right. or it was impressive for someone that's up and coming. Number one, yeah, like it, it. This was the. This is a new artist that you know. He doesn't have those major connections that say, "Hey, celeb," like big already made it celebrity. Post my 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 show that's coming up. It was more focused around like, all right. I am an up-and-coming artist. My brother's an up-and-coming artist. Two quicks an up-and-coming artist. Knee and Paris. We're all, you know, great artists. And we have our own individual pe- set of people that are willing to listen to our music. How can we grow t- together? Don't be afraid to be working with other people. And don't look at it like, oh, well, it's my fault that this shit was so successful. No, my G. Like, it's everybody's reason. Everybody was yeah. the reason why the shit was so successful. The whole team eats. Yes, exactly. Like, there's enough money to go around. There's enough room at the table, like, to welcome somebody that don't, obviously, that don't move funny or, you know, is being a snake in the grass. Like, I exactly. feel like all those people that I had involved with this event made that event great. You know what I mean? So, and then even, like, the features that I had on uh, on Escape that performed that night, I had, uh, I had... I call him Mr. Hayes, man. But <laughs> <laughs> that's literally the name that's coming to mind. But my feature on my feature on Dark Details, right? He he pulled up and he got on stage and he honestly wasn't even like he wasn't even thinking up to himself like I'm going on stage. But I'm like I'm performing Dark Details tonight. 
like, can you get up there? And he for sure was like, yeah. Because once, once you see the, uh, the interaction with the crowd and how people are just so happy to, like, be supportive and you hear the screaming and you're like, damn. Like, especially as an artist, damn, I, I yeah. want to get up there too. So exactly. I definitely was like, bro, I want to open that door for everybody. I, wanna, I want you to look back and be like, you know who looked out? That nigga player one, bro. That nigga was like, yo, don't worry about it. Like, I'll pay for it. I'll pay for the event. I'll pay for this opportunity, not just for me, but for everybody. I just need you to give your all when you get on that damn stage. Exactly. And That's I, all we ask. And then I want to also, I don't want this to be a one-time thing. I want this to be a the manifestation of building an empire. Like, I want to build a, a, a team of people that want to work together because that's how we're going to get there. Hey, man, are, are you me reincarnated? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, these are, like, the thoughts I have as well. Like, I was going to ask how many shows did you already have planned before Cove took everything <laughs> away? Because I had, after after the birthday bash, I had three shows ready to rock and roll. Bro, we, so the way that I moved with the, like, shows and mm-hmm. concerts was that I, I wasn't going to be the one to, like, do one this week and then, like, four weeks later do another one and then four weeks. I wasn't going to do it that way because I still want to continue to grow, but mm-hmm. also continue to have that same image. So my plans were do the multiplayer night show, maybe like four or five months later, another show. And then after that, one, maybe three months later, another show. But I would, by the three months later, I would have a new project out. And then we can rap about, or we can, you know, we can rap about that. Like exactly. we, can, we can get on stage and have people that are like, I went to the first multiplayer night show. I heard all the songs from Escape, but I I want to hear him play Red and Paula. Yeah, I want him. Yeah. I want to hear him. I want him perform Fuan. You know what I mean? So like, that's that was my plan. So all together, like my team, we were looking at maybe like four shows for that year. Mm. Like obviously, I had my show, and then I was gonna do your your show, mm-hmm. and then I was already looking at what's my next venue because I was so pumped and so excited after that first multiplayer night show. I was just like, bro. That What's shit was next? crazy. And on top of that, there are motherfuckers in my inbox telling me, my bad, I couldn't make it. I got you at the next one. And if I can bring the next one up as swiftly as possible, not too swift because I still want people from the previous show to come to the new one. Exactly. But like, if I can bring it up as swiftly as possible, I can hold you to that. Like, hey, you said you were going to pull up to the next one. Go What's ahead up? and pull up. Yeah, I want to yeah, yeah. I want to be on your Instagram feed too. I want everybody's feed to be like, yo, Who I support. This? Yeah, I support this Thanks. dude. This nigga's cold. Like he's good at what he does. He's very uh, uh, passionate about what he what he wants to work on, and he's very. It takes a lot of time to make sure that he does. It sounds the way he wants to. I don't invest my time and my money and my and all that shit into myself only for me and like retro to retro D to listen to my shit. Exactly. I want everybody. I want everybody to at least give me the yeah. opportunity. You know what I mean? Take a chance. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. it's not. It's nothing like I'm not When I say I'm confident bro I'm not cocky I'm very humble about my shit bro I'm not gonna say that I'm the coldest rapper alive I'm not gonna say I can make the best song Or anything like that But I for sure will say that I feel like I give a quality product Enough for somebody To to at least give a shot to You know what I mean Like Niggas will talk about how Oh I, I got all these bars I'm, I'm, I'm You know I'm cold And then you listen to the music And they talking about The guns And the violence And all that Shit. And I'm like, I, I kind of talk about what I live, bro. Like, I live fly shit, bro. I like, I, I live like women, and I live this. I live this. I talk about that shit. You know what I mean? Every so often you hear a bar that's like, damn. You know what I mean? But I'm not gonna be like, I'm the coldest rapper uh, alive. You just talk about what you see, and I'm humble about it. Yeah. And I feel like me being humble about it. I mean, sometimes it can push you back a little bit because a lot of times the cockier person is gonna be the one that catches the attention because they're so in your face about how good they are, and you're like, man, let me get this nigga shot. Yeah. But I'm more like, let me sit back. And, you know, I'll promote it every so often I kind of bring it up like, yo, have you heard this? Have you heard this? Ah, okay, cool And uh, and if they're like, nah, I'm like, alright, well, it's there And you're more likely to love what you hear by the time you get to it Because it's like or on your time mm-hmm. And I want to build that relationship with my, with my audience Like, hey, I want you to listen to it because you want to listen to it right. Not because I'm annoying you in your inbox Or I'm annoying you on my story about... Me dropping a new project or album Like I'm very humble about that shit See Y'all talking that fly humble stuff man Speaking of that fly stuff man Top 5 shoes from last year that you like That you caught Put that boy on the spot with that So Chunky Junkies is up there Of course Right um, Travis came out Travis SB's came out last year too mm-hmm. So we rock with the Travis SB's Two dunks 
in right. the top five. They 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 up there because got to. Shit, that shit was my high school. That was high school, middle school for me, bro. Like we all grew. If you in our age group, group, grew, yeah, 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 you grew up on that. Yeah, and Dunce was nostalgia. My exactly. Um, let me think, bro. Twenty twenty was a weird year for shoes because of the whole <laughs> pandemic. So a lot of them don't have like these major stories that I can Union Fours, Union Fours for which sure. one? Guava. Guava. Oh, okay. Uh, off Noir was was cool. I, I like the shoe. I still want to get it. But that guava was the one that caught my attention for sure. That's what my homeboy could be telling me. Yeah. Dog, that guava's that so guava, cold. Bro, it's so, it's <laughs> premium. That's what he be saying. Premium. He said, bro, you got to see it in person. Yeah, I wore them to the, the Reckless video shoot, and bro, that shit was, that shit popped. Yeah. Um, Last year was the year that I bought my Yeezy 2s, my first pair of Yeezy 2s, my Platinums. So, what? I mean, they didn't come out last year, but I for sure picked them up last year. So I give, is I, it, I, I got to your top five. I got to put it up there. It's, um, I remember the fight people were having to trying to get the plants back in the day. Bro. Oh man, I remember. It's, oh. Yeah, it's a it's a pain it's it's a painful thing. I remember my homeboy was like, "Hey, bro, I think I got him, bro. We got to drive to San Antonio tonight." I was like, "Hey, let's go." I was like, "Hey, we got to do what we got to do." Anything for the kicks, bro. Anything for the Anything kicks. He was like, "Bro, I might have the plug out there." I was like, "Hey, let's make moves," and nothing fell through. You know what? I almost forgot about my off-white fives. It's mm. one of those things where, like, it hits when you hit on the sneakers app. Which one, the black or the white? Black. Ones? Yeah. I, hit, I hit on the sneakers app for the black ones. I woke up that morning, laid it. I was, I literally forgot about it. I didn't hit no remind me or notify me on on the app, and I literally just woke up like, oh shit, they come out today. Boom, 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 and then somehow, someway, miraculously won the damn uh, drop. It was a drop. Man, I'm never one to drop. Somehow, somewhere, I was surprised I won on the UNCs yesterday. Yeah, awesome. bro. Like I was surprised I, was, I hit on them too. I was like, "Whoa, I hit!" <laughs> Boys was upset, bro. bro. You post them on the Insta. Oh, you post them on the gram. Yeah. They all in your face. Hey, hey. Yeah. Tell me your tips and tricks, please. I was like, who, who, "Who's your buy?" I was like, "No buy, bro." I, no I literally buy. was laying in bed <laughs> and just hit my security code and and was in that thing. So I, I don't know, man. Sneakers be be wishy washy sometimes. Yeah. Hopefully now since uh, the the VP, <laughs> you know, hopefully we get a little something. Now. A little bit more back from it. From yeah. So yeah, you were saying uh, you hit on the drawn sneakers, man. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the VP. Yeah. I don't know, man. Hopefully that changes the sneaker game. I think I think it might. Hopefully, but you know, only time will tell. Only time. But we jamming that. Uh, Good old worst case scenario, man. Mm-hmm. Let's get into that joint, man. You 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 came with some pressure off of Escape. Yeah, you came with some pressure. Yeah, I definitely felt like uh, Escape was a really good uh, starting point. I was, I was talking to a friend of mine, and he was telling me that once you un- once you hear worst case scenario the first time around, it's like okay, this this pretty good, but it's like short, right? But then as you it, but it's like. Like how Shrek say, you know, onions have layers. Mm-hmm. You start pulling layers away. You're like, wait, this one has this or this one. Like he said, it took him a while to really just appreciate what it was as far as like artistry. And I thought that was really fucking dope. It's like, that's what really makes good albums or great albums was that, you know, you can hear it one time, feel one way about it. And then you hear the same song again at the right time. And that shit can hit you differently. Like, wait, that's my nigga. That's mm-hmm. my boy. I remember, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. How long did uh, this project take you to? Uh, worst case scenario, started recording. I actually started recording. Uh, I think the first song that was done was Red, was Mood, and that was around February, February of that year. And the album came out November. I think it was around November. So basically, the the whole the year, the whole year, yeah. Man, and it's seven songs, twenty-two minutes, man. Perfect. If you, you know, want to do your thing. Yeah, the, I have, I have, I have other songs. Like I said, I didn't, I didn't, that didn't make the cut. It didn't fit what I was trying to do. I felt like that one really had like a really good dynamic of where I was trying to go with my with my music. Um, and it had a like a very, a very synchronized and a synchronized and significant sound transition. So from Escape going into this one, you can hear. A little bit more of a like we talked about confident, like a little bit more confident. Definitely can. Um, and then more focus around the the darker tones of like what I was talking about in Escape. Um, 
that was my whole goal was to kind of try and make it more focused around what I want to talk about rather than what I think my audience wants to hear. Right. And I, that's usually like that sweet spot for artists is when you get to the point where you're like, man, I don't care what they what think. they want to hear. Yeah. I want to rap Matt. about this or I want to talk about this. Y'all just gonna love it or hate. Yeah, it. that's when you that's when you really master out your your artistry, and that's when people find their quote unquote lane. Right. Their lane is basically when you're actually able to start talking about what you want to talk about. Um, I think Kanye is one of the best, the better people at doing it because when Kanye makes a track, it's not what you want to hear. That man can go off beat while he's rapping. Uh, still be tough, and it'll and literally, you know, when you hear the Kanye track, he doesn't care if you like it. He made it because that's he what likes. he felt like yeah. doing. Um, so, kind of taking a page out of his book, I had to stop really caring about what people wanted to hear. Like, I, I definitely would have like a listening session midway while I was making the album, right? Um, and I'll have like my wife sit in, or I'll have some friends sit in, and I'll be like, "Hey, tell me what you think about this." And I remember um, showing Red and Paula to a friend of mine. And he was just like, I mean, this is cool. <laughs> this is straight. And I was just like, oh, okay. So he didn't, re- like, when people say it's cool, it's straight. It's more like, this is all right, bro. Like, this is mid. I don't want to hurt your feelings, but this is mid. And then it made it to the album, and it became one of the, the fan favorites. Like, people love Red and Paula. Um, hard. Yeah, I just, I, I felt, and also, like, shout out to Kang, because Kang really, really was a good, big reason that this project was so good. Yeah. That's the his ear is unmatched, bro. Like it's unbelievable. Un- unparalleled. Bro. The best Shout out to Kenny for that. For sure. Because I was doing I did escape all all solo dolo. Yeah. I you remember know? you telling us. So listening uh listening to the like some of Kang's work before sending it off, he really leveled me out and made me sound pristine. And yeah. like now I'm sending I'm sending some of my friends his direction. Like some some of the artists That's that I work happens. with sending his direction. That kind of goes back to the whole building an empire thing. You know what I mean? Like I could be that guy that's like, nah, Kang is my guy. Like, yeah. that's my dude. Nope. Nope. Everybody can reap the Everybody benefits. Everybody can reap the benefits. There's so it, much money it, out here. Yeah, and it helps out Kang more mm-hmm. than, like, if that's my guy, bro, I should be sending people, Everybody his, I should be sending people his way. Facts. If they're like, hey, who uh, who engineered or who mixed mastered, I could be like, Kang, okay. here's his Instagram. Go follow him, send him a message, tell him that I sent you. Facts. Like, even if you tell him that I, tell him that you, that I sent you, he probably won't even acknowledge you. He'll probably be like, yeah, cool. All right. Appreciate yeah. it. But, the the fact of the matter is, bro, I want I do want you to know that I was sending people I'm sending people your way. Not for like no discount or anything, obviously, but like on some like Yeah. I support what you do because you you go make you, some more money. Yeah, but and you also are really great at your craft. It's you're great at what you do, bro. So, you know, your your product sells itself. People hear my shit and they're like, bro, this shit sounds so crispy. Okay. This guy made it sound crispy. Mm. You know what I mean? Exactly. Who well, you think made the podcast sound so crispy? Okay. Hang the crew. What was the um the inspiration uh behind this project going in? So did you want it to be seven. I'm sorry, did you want it to be seven songs as well? No, I wanted it to uh I wanted it to have nine tracks. I wanted I was aiming for nine. And I did have nine tracks, but two of them I just literally kind of threw through throughout and I was like, I'll just drop them on SoundCloud or YouTube one day. Um but it'll be in the arsenal. But what I ended up, well, the reason I picked seven, or the way I, the way I ended up on seven, was because I was, I recorded maybe twenty tracks, um, and when I say like twenty tracks, it can be like as much as like a hook or a bar, or like I just recorded this verse or whatever, and I just didn't like the way it came out or it turned out, um, so I'll stop it. So about twenty tracks worth of any and everything, and. Listening back to everything, time to like cut off the fat and get the meat and potatoes. Everything, I landed on seven because I felt like five wasn't enough. You know, if you listen back to worst case scenario, no more sounds significantly different from the rest of it. That's because no more wasn't gonna make it. No more was a part of something else that I was working on. Had the incredible Sheldon. Mc- oh, with the with the incredible Sheldon. <laughs> hey man, McQueen. listen, he needs to drop this project. Man, look. <laughs> we we talked about that shit last podcast. That shit was like a year, a year and a half ago, maybe. Yes. And I mean, we we I ask him in the group chat all the time, like, so uh, <laughs> when, when we getting milk? But he, he was sitting on that. <laughs> he's been talking about this, and he we has it done. That's Nike. the that's the thing that he kills me. He has it done. <laughs> it's done. I know it is, and I know but it sounds pretty good. Too. He's focused on the way that it comes out, the marketing, and I can't even be mad at him because. 
I will take I will take all the time I need to make sure that it comes out perfect. Perfect. I don't. I, I want because you only get one opportunity for a first impression. What I tell everybody, you always get only one opportunity for a first impression. So if he, if he doesn't feel like it's up to par yet, or he feels like there's a, like a sound that he's missing or in in one track, that shit can hold him back two months. And I'd be like, shit, it'll come out when it comes out. Like I ain't, ain't nobody gonna rush you. But like I was saying, no more wasn't really uh one of those tracks that was gonna make it, and then. It was so to me the song was so great like i love that song that i was like well it can be the transition from escape leading into worst case scenario because worst case scenario is supposed to be the the pickup um the pickup track from escape so if you hear escape the last track is a song called hate to hear um and i don't know if i talked about it in the last podcast but escapes an entire story about me falling in love and then i do remember yeah. you telling us yes sir okay so hate to hear is the last track where it's kind of like i I, uh, I see the the girl that I fell in love with, um, because I, and I obviously was too late. I let that I let her go, and she found somebody else. And I basically it's a matter of I hate to see that you're happy now with somebody else, right? You know, toxic masculinity, all that shit, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then we pick up the album of worst case scenario. We end off with you know I hate to hear that you fell for him and he's she's in love with somebody else. No more. Then you hit no more mm-hmm. and then no more is just like I don't want to think about you. I want to get over you. I want to let you go. And then that's when it cuts into that that skit on track two where <laughs> my engineer is on some like nigga you still rapping about this shit? That shit's like 2019. Like you don't want to rap about no new shit, no hard shit. And then that's when we transition into like. Things like Red and Paula, Juan, food, uh, uh, mood, mood, and Reckless, like this whole new sound. You're like, damn, like he's capable of doing this shit mm-hmm. too. You know what I mean? So like that's that was the whole process of it. Was I wanted to continue the story of Escape, um, leading into worst case scenario, and it just so happened to like land on seven tracks after I cut every like the meat and potatoes out. out. So basically, uh, no more was like the ending of Escape and Red and Pilot was the actual intro. Oh, yeah, it was the actual beginning. Which is super duper hard, man. Uh, the video dropping uh, the 10th. April 10th. Next month. See, I didn't, even, I didn't even post that. I literally uploaded it to YouTube and I have it set as I premiere. See, I see everything. I see that he sees everything. Actually, I was talking to Retro uh, yesterday and he, I was I was like, hey, have you seen? Uh, I was like, because I didn't remember if I showed him the video or any of the clips. Uh, yeah, and I was like, "Have you seen the Red and Paul video?" He's like, "Nah," but I know it comes out on the 10th, yeah. right? And I was just like, "How the fuck do you know that?" He was like, "Nigga, when you have subscribers, they pay attention. We like, see everything. We see it all." And I'm like, "That's cool." Speaking of that shit, bro, subscribers is the hardest thing to fucking get ever in the fucking world, ever, bro. You can get followers on Instagram, you can get friends on Facebook, you can get followers on Twitter, but, but when it comes down to subscribers, it'd be the hardest. That's thing the ever. hardest shit to convert, bro. Your conversion rate is literally zero point zero two percent every time. Every time, bro. I'd be under there for the do record. I'd be like, hey, bro, subscribe. Just give us a cool subscribe. You don't even have to watch the shit. Just, just give us cool get, the, get the number up. Facts. Uh, so I was I looked I looked at the analytics and I was just like damn what is it 87 mm-hmm. no 78 sorry 78 percent of the people that watched reckless not subscribed of course not subscribed they just came off the Instagram what they is came he talking about let me see what this man yeah. talking about they watched it and they're like yo this subscribe. shit hard yeah but I'm not gonna subscribe I ain't gonna subscribe though first of all I'm not trying to see it in my my library yeah, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't need to see it again like, exactly just subscribe just subscribe bro how hard is that add it to your liked videos or anything obviously a like can go far of course it helps the quote unquote algorithm of YouTube but just subscribe that, throw that subscribe in there bro it's, you're straight ain't nobody hurt who made the uh the Red Impala beat, man? Cause it's super duper hard. Oh, uh, don't let me fuck that man's name up. I'm gonna I'm gonna play some uh, some retro D for y'all. Cause you okay. got a line so, on there that was super hard. So I was working. So the majority of worst case scenario was actually inspired by the the, the producer, which was uh Moa Moa on the beat. It's, it's kind of his tag. His, uh-huh. his name is Moa. He's in, he's from the UK. Okay. So he heard Escape when Escape came out and. He loved Escape, and he was like, "Yeah, my favorite tracks are Red Bull, the Anthem, and all like these other like." He was giving me like a lot of the rap tracks. I was like, "Okay, cool." He was like, "Hey, man, I can send you this beat pack. Like, I want, I want, I want to send you some beats." Um, obviously, I paid for him because uh, I definitely feel like your artistry, you know, your time is worth your, something. Your time is worth something. Mm-hmm. So I asked him like, "How much would you charge for like, you know, the basic lease for him?" Just because of the fact that I didn't know I was gonna, if I was going to use them or not. Right. But then the beats came in. And I was like, "Bro." All these, hard. like these beats are hard, bro. Right. And I can think of something to this, this, this. And like I said, my first, the first track that was recorded was a uh, was mood. 
So when Moods beat, Lace got hurt, Moods beat, and I immediately got like this big Sean vibe, and I was just like, I ain't never met a nigga yeah. that could do it. I, I was just like, yo, hold on. And I started typing it. Definitely it definitely sounds like uh, big Sean when you were coming in. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but tell me, what, what 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 line was that from Red and Paul that was just... Raging five on toes. And if you ain't tricking, you can head home. Yes, sir. You know, we we, we age town until we drown. <laughs> you know where that shit came from. <laughs> you know where that shit came from. Hey, man, I, was, I heard that. I had to run. That. I was like, Ooh, yeah. I was like, talk that talk. Man, look. I, and that was one of the things. That was one of my goals, too. Listening back to uh, Worst Case Scenario. You When you're... When you, Focus more on like the overall sound of things. You stop caring so much about making sure that you have these crazy punchlines and crazy bars. You're just like, just talk about what you want to fucking talk about. Right. And then the bar may not have a simile or a metaphor involved with it, but you say some fly shit, niggas gonna notice. And they're gonna be like, bro, you ate that hole. And I'll be like, damn. You say it the right way, they yeah, gonna run it. They're gonna be like, bro, that shit hard as hell. So that's 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 how that shit came about. Now, you were talking about mood, man. Will we be getting a video for that? And, and don't think, don't think I didn't hear that Devil May Cry line up in that thing. <laughs> don't think I heard, didn't hear the Dante line. And I, and I feel like, I feel like with, with that song, a lot of my, because uh, y'all know I'm I'm anime. Yeah. You know, know. I'm anime down, you know what I mean? I'm a huge manga fan, huge anime fan. Yes, sir. So, um, with that being said, I wanted to make sure that people knew where, where I was coming from with that shit, bro. Yeah. Uh, so when it comes down to I mean, mood, video game. Coming down to mood, I'm not sure if we're looking at doing a video for mood, but I can tell you that I'm in works with the young gentleman who shot the video for Reckless and who also shot the video for Red Impala, and we're looking for a video for No More, because No More is one of those tracks that has the most streams on on the, the streaming services, but it also is one of those really good introduction tracks for new fans. They hear that shit and they're like, "Wait, who is this?" You know what I mean? So. Now what you did, interesting man, that I that I really enjoy on your YouTube is the um, the audio video visualizer mm -hmm. for the album, which is pretty dope. And every every song was like you doing a different motion, a different motion, yeah, which, which is pretty dope. Like where did you get that inspiration? Because I've never seen that before. So I I'll be honest, bro, I got that idea from Jaden Smith. Mm, so Jaden, yeah, man, that man, bro, I He's so cold. I have to give props where props is due. Facts. But I did see that he did it on some of the tracks for Iris, but the, he primarily did it for his like singles. Okay. Um, and obviously a nigga ain't got like the Will Smith money to get a fucking crazy nice car and shit. <laughs> but I can also, but I am an artist and I can paint the picture that I want you to see. So I felt like with the escape tracks. You give this visual of you basically being in the open public. Right. This idea of like, hey, I'm trying to get out there. Uh, I'm not. I'm not hiding. You know. Uh, so in a lot of the escape official audios, where me doing the visualizer, I'm outside or I'm in some some store or something, and you can see me walking. But then for worst case scenario, this was like a more in depth process of me trying to be or trying to get me out there. So it was more of an internal album for me. And so that's why the videos, the visualizers for those were in a studio behind a white backdrop. Yes. But also, you know, the visualizers actually came after the photo shoot for the, the album. So I had to go back and find that outfit. Mm -hmm. So it can look like <laughs> I took that fit, that, that though, the, the album art's picture during the same time as the visualizer. Because when I looked at the full thing, I was like, oh, he was taking a picture. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. Mm -hmm. That's different. Two separate times. Yeah. Two separate times. That's different. Yeah. I, I definitely uh, appreciate the, the the imaginary of of the artistry of of this this project, per se. I appreciate I'm, you listening, to be honest. Of course. You that's know. like the that's the biggest piece, bro, is like we can talk all day about uh we can talk all day about my music, but like my biggest pieces like do you actually listen like do you listen to the bars right. do you listen to the the time spent the effort that i put into it like if you didn't it's cool, it's cool. i get it um and if you heard it that one time it was like it's cool or that shit fire right and you don't hear it again it's not gonna bother me but i definitely feel like you'll get more out of it the next time you hear it and the next time you hear it just like if travis or Good drake replay, or somebody though. drops it right so i feel like worst case scenario had much much more uh replayability um, over escape. I mean, no shade to escape. I mean, it's my project, 
but I feel like worst case scenario had this sound to it that was just so distinct. It was so you found your own. Yeah, yeah. it was it was so distinct, and that's why I was so excited to even get it out there. You know what I mean? Now you and Paris, y'all first dropped uh, y'all dropped the first video, uh, Reckless. Mm-hmm. Um, and I must say, sir, you had one of the hardest opening lines. <laughs> How do I start? This How do flow? I start this flow? Jordan Foe. I was like. Ooh, I was like, come on, cuz. Why are you yeah. doing this to the boys like this, man? I think I think that shit was kind of fly because, <laughs> bef- like, obviously we recorded the song months before this happened. Yeah. But then we shoot the video. And, like, prior to shooting the video, he and I were talking. He was like, because me and Paris are both, like, huge sneakerheads. Right. And, like, we're we're really into the hype and shit. So, like, prior to, me, prior to us going to the event, he was like, hey, man, I got a real qu- important question for you. I was like, what's up? He's like, what shoes you wearing? Like, <laughs> and then he uh, he brought up the fact that I said that shit, and literally my my choice of shoe wasn't gonna be anything like it was gonna be like a Jordan One or you know SB or something. Right. And he was just like, you know, it'd be fucking crazy if you threw on some Jordan Fours. And then he spit the bar to me, and I was like, oh shit, I did say that shit. So then we we I was looking at um the collection, and then he was also on some like, you know what, would be really dope. The unions just came out. You hit for the pink, uh, the guava ones on on online. I hit for the black ones. You we can wear the we can wear the fours, and I was like, that'd be live. That'd be live because I'm the type of person, bro. I'm not gonna undeadstock my shit maybe for like two years yeah. because I'm waiting for everybody else to beat their shit up. Yeah, and then when the, when it's time to go to the sneaker event, I'm like, damn, how you keep them hoes so clean? I uh-huh. got them in a the fucking box. This yeah. and I and I keep my shit really really clean. I, like when I'm when I wear something out and if. It starts raining. I think I got some some slides or some Roshis in the trunk. I feel you. And I'll just go ahead and swap them out. On. Yeah, I ain't about to get my shit fucked up. Um, but yeah, that 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 whole video recording process was so dope, man. Meeting Steven um, and kind of seeing his whole process um, with filming and, and his vision, like his visionary like elements that he has. He is he is a genius in itself, bro. Like I talk, I even talked to George about him. I mean, we were both on some like, man, he got the eye. He has the eye. And you know, George is is up there type shit. He said, he even admitted, he's like, bro, that man got the eye. And I was like, yeah, bro, you ain't even got to tell me. I know. The nigga's talented as hell. You um, you shot the video for where we were supposed to have uh, the Red Balloon shoot uh, show, too. Really? That's, is that where the... We were that, think, yeah, we were thinking about doing it there huh. uh, for, for the next show. Okay. Uh, and then I saw that. I was like, oh, my boy. Right there. Look pretty good too on yeah. the video, man. For those do, who don't know, uh-huh. explain what a fun is. <laughs> a fun. A fun. Fun is a nice little pretty acronym <laughs> that stands for fuck with a nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you use that the same way Mike Jones used back then. Yeah. Back then they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. And my switch up to that is remember back then you ain't fuck with a nigga. Yeah. But now you want to fuck with a nigga. Mm-hmm. So Fwan is just that. Retro D let me hear some unreleased music, man, in my DMs. <laughs> that man got some shit coming. Listen. He always has some shit on the way, bro. <laughs> and it's always it's always so good, bro. Like his he was like, I think he was like, hey man, I think I'm about to get uh DJ on. I was like, yeah. <laughs> this song is hard. Yeah, retro, retro bro. That's the thing about retro, bro. He doesn't he doesn't stop working. He's not one to stop working, and um, he will send me like forty tracks in a month if he could. Forty tracks, and he'd be like, "Yo, I need a verse for all of these, or a hook, or something." Like, cause he works that hard. If he sent me forty tracks, that means he recorded sixty or seventy or eighty. Yeah, and, retro was ready when I posted the um, I think last week about the the idea I had with the the compilation. Mm. He was like, "Hey, bro, you still I got, got room?" Yeah, <laughs> you, I got, you got room. I was like, "Hey, retro, I appreciate you, dog, because you ready to work, bro." That's one thing I appreciate about somebody like retro, man. He ready to go to work. A retro, retro is has the best work ethic I've ever seen in an artist. Him and uh, Too Quick, mm. they probably have, and and Nee too. They probably have the best work ethic I've ever seen. They always down to record, and they always have new, fresh ideas um, to put out. And they have a like a genuine sound to themselves. Like they for sure sound like them. Like if you hear them on a track, you know that's retro, or you know that's too quick, or you know that's neat because they have a significant like a, a significant sound that's that's theirs. But their work ethic is unparalleled. Like. I can't even match their work. I'll, I'll be, I'll keep it a buck. Yeah. Like, I mean, I work, but they yeah. work. Yeah, exactly. 
saying that and that always is good to have around because that motivates you. Like, all right, damn, I'm, I'm slacking I'm because slacking. y'all y'all dropping like six songs this week, and I literally got in the studio and recorded one. Exactly. So it puts you to work as well. Puts mm-hmm. the gas under under you as well, man. Speaking of uh, the team, man, what's next for Vandal Squad, man? Uh, I think Retro said he got a project coming out, mm. uh, which. Obviously, we just talked about how this nigga's work ethic. This nigga has a project coming out every year, um, and then it's not just like one project out of the year. That man will drop like three projects if you if you really if you don't stop him and say, "Hey, man, let them enjoy that one." Like exactly. he will drop like three projects. Um, he he like currency. I was gonna say, you know, his up. favorite artist is currency. He a real nigga. That's why I mess his with him. favorite artist is currency. So like. When we were in high school, bro, and Currency was doing that mixtape a month thing, yeah, and he dropped like Independence Day and like all this extra, sh- all this other shit, yeah, he was, like that he was, was his man. primary motivation. Is like, bro, the more I hit people in the face with music, something eventually gonna get you like out of nowhere. And if he, he has a discography that can be so long, and like for me, I tell him all the time, like it's about marketing, uh, and, and it's it's when it comes to music, it's a it's a business. Um, over over like saturating the market with a lot of music i don't want you i don't want anybody to overlook something that was so great because you dropped a project this week and the next week you dropped another project right that next project probably won't get the attention that that first project got because they already gave you that shot you just flooding them yeah so so i could say that i feel like or i know that he's taking his time only because i like we we discussed that and i will and i and he and i both agree that when it comes down to the grand scheme of things you don't want anything to be overlooked, uh, especially when you work so hard to get it done. So he, that's the reason why you'll catch maybe like three projects out of the out of the year rather than like 20. Right. Because like I said, the man works that hard. Like he's that good at his craft. Come on, Retro. You got a seat waiting on you, brother. So drop the heat. Yeah. 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 Uh, we actually talked about uh, we talked about we were talking about you yesterday. Um, and I'm flattered. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about <laughs> you and he's he was he's. I told him the reason you came up is because he's like, "Hey, what you got going on tomorrow?" And I was just like, well, "I got this. I got this podcast interview with uh, with Germ." And he was like, "The Polo King." I was like, "You know, <laughs> you know who it is. You know Appreciate who the, you, retro, you know who the Polo King is. <laughs> he a real one. That's yeah. why he, he a real one, man. But he's looking forward to like you know getting getting the the inbox to being like, hey, you know, I, you you down to do an interview." Because that shit, you know, when it presents itself, he's gonna jump at the opportunity. So oh, yeah, there's yeah, there's a seat waiting for you up here. For sure. You hear it from you hear from the Polo King himself. For sure. You hear it from Jern. I got a couple interviews that that I got that I already done promised folks. So yeah, for sure. He's that, in that, that ain't no thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I spread love to everybody. I, I was telling my mom today. She was like, so because she don't understand podcast. She was like, so who? What do you? What do you talk about? I was like, I interviewed the underground artists in the city mm-hmm. that don't really get the love like the big artists here in the city, like the Buns, the Slims. I give them a platform to spread their message and get their music across to different ears that might never have heard him before, so of them before. So this is it's not just for me. It, it's more for the artists and whoever else I have, relatives, whoever else I have on the show. For sure. And I, I 100% agree with that because the podcast we, we put together back... In 2019, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that podcast actually introduced me to uh, a plethora of people. I met, or I got to know High Hefner. Um, because High. We, yeah, salute to my boy High. For sure. Uh, I got to meet High Hefner. I got to work with Kang. Um, a lot of the artists that were at that the, the most recent show, I'm most of them that I already knew, I Ridge, uh, Jet. Yes, sir. I know them through the opportunity that was presented to me doing this podcast. Like, that it's podcast dope. And then when Jet did the, the live stream Oh yeah uh, With everybody kind of showcasing their shit That's so like, The music yeah, That yeah, was yeah. one of the reasons why my, trans, my my speech to people that are starting music Or starting a business or anything Is that you should know that it's not You can't do this shit by yourself bro Thanks. Stop trying to tr- uh, knock out a million tracks And like release them with no features You'll get the same people to listen but if you start kind of like taking your time and reaching out to people like, hey, can I get you on this track? Hey, can I talk to you? Let me, let me, can you promote this or whatever the case may you, be? So you, you just began base, to, bro. exactly. You just that's spread it. out your wings mm-hmm. and you get to meet so many different people. I thought that shit was so beneficial. The, the, the process of me doing this podcast and then getting booked for the initial B-Day bash. Um, and then followed by actually getting booked for the the Red Balloon of course. Red Balloon experience. I'm gonna I got keep to my meet, people in mind for sure. Yeah, and like that shit is beneficial because you meet so many different people. And I, I can't I can't lie. Like along the way, 
um, you'll feel like you met some good people and then they'll pull some like weird shit. Of course. Where they like, they'll, they'll follow you on Instagram and then they'll unfollow follow you, you as soon as you like not in their face. And obviously, as an artist, you're going to get that shit. And I, I'm not one to cry about it. I don't really care. Like, at the end of the it's day. It's life. It's life. Facts. Uh, but I do say that, you know, I say that so so that if you take my advice, understanding that shit's in the, like, that you'll find some snakes in the grass. You'll find people that are, like, more focused on themselves and not really focused on growing. So don't try and invest too much into everybody. But, like, once you see, like, there's, like, a genuine, like, a genuine interest in what you got going on from somebody... Utilize those same people and like put them in position to help help uh, grow the empire. Like I said, because that's gonna be the difference between who's successful and who's not, and exactly. what they're trying to do with art. Because art, it's an opinionated, it's an opinionated thing where somebody just has to say that it's good mm-hmm. in order for you to start actually making some revenue off of it or be a successful artist in general. So, I, I feel the same way. Like. When I guess when I when Kang and I first started, and you know I would post the podcast or whatever, I'm like, dang, folks gonna start posting mm. nothing. You nothing. see nothing. You're nothing. like, dang, nothing. bro, who's listening? Like, cause you be like, bro, who who's listening? Like, like nobody is like telling me. It's not like I'm like you said. I'm not looking for gratification, right? But it's like I would like to know if if, if you actually paying if attention. The partners, is, if my partners is checking it out or whatever, but you know they'll tell me. But it's like who else on IG or whatever. You know that I follow that sees it. Mm-hmm. Who who's who, checking it out? Who's, who's saying, "Hey out. man, this is pretty dope," mm-hmm. or whatever the case might be. That goes back to the subscriber thing I was talking exactly. about. Exactly, they'll watch it, but, um, but who you, is it? I'll never know who that seventy eight percent is because you didn't subscribe. Mm. I don't care if you don't subscribe. I'd prefer you just watch the video in exactly. general. Like I appreciate you watching the video, but once I see that X person subscribed, then my video count goes up by like twelve views. Then I know I can kind of put two and two together and be like. That was probably this person. You know what I mean? Uh, that'll let me know, like, to if I see you, it'll be like, hey, man, I appreciate you, bro. Right. Like, that kind of, that, you know, I, I give back to people that really, like, genuinely support me. Like, if you genuinely support me or give me the opportunity uh, to showcase my talent or my music to you, 10 times out of 10, I'm always giving back. You know, I'm always either support you and what you're doing. Like, uh, when I give, when I do merchandise, I've given out, I've given out free merchandise. Like, most of the time, it's it, I charge people, but like, if you're somebody that I definitely don't know, and you out here spreading my shit out like that, I I don't expect you to be quick to be like, let me drop sixty dollars on your hoodie, but I will open that that floodgate by providing you the first one, and then you'll be like, damn, I need That's to make real. sure I get the next one right. because like that nigga support me because I support him. Right, he didn't have to do that exactly. So that kind of goes back to Moa when he was when he told me that he checked out Escape. I didn't have to buy his Beats package. Right. But I bought it because I was like, shit, you support me? And you went all the way in the UK. I don't even know how the fuck you found me. But you all the way in the UK, when the shit dropped, you were the first one to, like, post it on your story. And you have a following of, like, other artists because you're selling Beats. And and none, no mutuals because you're from the UK. And you're posting, on my, posting it on your story like, yo, this is actually hard. That shit... Set me back That's one of those things That really put my confidence up I was like oh shit Like I don't know you Like I you're genuinely You're over in you're Another country Jamming, jamming my, my shit Bro And I, that That really helped me with uh, In the process of making Like worst case scenario Because it made me say like Yeah I should probably keep, I got I probably got something going on Let me Let me, yeah, let me keep cracking let me keep, the surface Exactly And then I, I I'm like you with Dang you over in another country Like I had When I was doing the rebranding For uh, the podcast On SoundCloud mm-hmm. On the website Cause you know They don't show you the numbers And everything The insights on the phone mm-hmm. So I actually I was like, You have to log into it On your computer Exactly So I went, Let me go see the analytics bro Bro we have been heard Across the entire world Just about Yeah Like we Like 20,000 plays mm-hmm. And then This is just on SoundCloud Imagine, I don't know. Imagine iTunes. Imagine uh, Spotify. Bro, imagine like, all these different platforms. Last, the last seven days, our our top, like our number two market is Brussels. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, who's oh, I don't know anybody there, bro. I say the same it's thing crazy. about. Um, it's so crazy. When I dropped worst case scenario, we were getting obviously our main market was Houston, mm-hmm. right? Because people in Houston that know me were like, let me check the shit out because by worst by the time worst case scenario came came out. The people that really fucked with Escaped was like, shit, I'm looking forward to the next one, right? So they're hearing it. What got me, because I can, like, I'll get every so often somebody from Spain or somebody from France. Like, it'll get, like, one stream on 
the anthem or one stream on Sasuke or you know one 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 stream on No More in like this other country. What gets me is when I started to see that somebody that I, I I've like I said I went to Chicago right like we visited Chicago but I know nobody in Chicago right consistently every, every day time. I was getting like fifty streams That's in Chicago and I tweeted that shit. And one of my homeboys was like, yeah, Chicago be showing mad love just like just to up and coming artists. And I'm like, shit, that's crazy because I don't I'm, know nobody. Yeah, I don't know anybody out there who's out who? there supporting me like that. I kind of I really want to know who the I, fuck is out I, there. I don't know nobody in Boulder, but like this last seven days, 93 who, plays. Who's out there? 85 in Brussels. You know, and then then you get to Mo City. That's number three. You get to Mo City. You get to. And that's only seven. That You get to home. After number after at Brussels and Boulder, that's crazy. That means somebody out there is out there just genuinely supporting you, and I and I appreciate y'all. Absolutely, that's that's ooh, that's love. Those are the motherfuckers that's gonna actually put you on put you on a platform. Those are gonna be the people that show up to their tours. If mm-hmm. we go on tours, and if we were to actually travel and go somewhere, they're yeah. gonna be like, I they're gonna be the ones in your inbox. Like, where's the meet and greet? Where's the sign? Like, you know, I was bringing up merchandise and giving it away for free earlier. Like, those are people that are gonna just buy it. Off of love. Off of love. Because you came to their city and you 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 threw on a show. Yep. They're gonna throw they're gonna show you love just off of that alone. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. Let's get off the music for a little bit, man. What what shoes you looking to, to cop next? I know we we shoe guys. Uh what you looking to cop, man? So hmm. <laughs> I got I got the villain in the room right now. Mm. We trying, we 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 <laughs> We discussed it, but she, you know, she don't want me to <laughs> trying to get this 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 little spot. But we did talk about it, and I said the next cop, if I have, if I if it's not some, if it's off, not retail, right? Mm-hmm. Not retail, not from sneakers or not from any of that shit. Three items. I'll go from lowest ranking price to higher. Mm. Strange Love SBs. Off white Jordan fours, the sale colorway. Sale, yeah. I say sale. European exclusive Jordan one off whites. Those are my three. Seen, Those are all white seen. ones. Because there's only three off white Jordan ones. Right? You talking about? Oh, you talking about the ones that already came out with yeah, the purple yeah, laces? Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, okay, okay. yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about a new one. No, 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 sorry, no, no, no. The new one is the Canary, which I'm gonna need. That. Did you see those? Did you see LeBron break them out today? Yo. I was like, Bron, why you do that to us? That's painful. That's painful. Oh, I mean, obviously he he is Mr. Nike, right? Of course, now, of course. But he, so he can get anything. But like, dog. I was like, God. But those are my three that if I have, if I pay resale, if I'm looking to pay resale on something, it's gonna be either the Strange Loves because I've been looking at Strange Loves since when they came back, uh, came out in February last year. Um, the Off White Jordan Fours. I just think that was a really good, that was a really cool concept. That whole look of like the fraying and everything. Right. Because uh, I'm a big Sean Witherspoon fan too, of and course. that was one of the big things about his shoe was that the it more frays. you beat, the more you beat it up, the better it mm-hmm. genuinely looks. And then actually, I think it's funny because the off white Jordan Four is like the exact opposite. The more you beat that shoe up, the more dis- the more disgusting it looks. Right. Um. And then the off white European Jordan Ones. The more you beat that's, it up. That's like my favorite Jordan 1 off-white. That's a clean Jordan 1. I have man. the UNC's. I have and, and or I have the UNC off-whites. I don't have the Chicago's. That's like a $4,000 shoe. Yeah, that's still I mean, too super-duper super high. It's super-duper high, yeah. but that European exclusive one is like right behind it. So I got to... If anything, if I'm picking up anything soon, it's either off-white Jordan 4's or the Strange Loves. Mm. I know that European exclusive is out of my... my, my, my Maybe Santa be... be uh, be kind this you year. You know, be kind to you this year <laughs> and drop you off a little Christmas present at the end of the year, though. Don't get it twisted. I'll pay it. <laughs> but but <laughs> the thing about being married is yeah, your yeah, pockets yeah. ain't your pockets no more. I understand. More. It, ain't, yeah, it ain't yeah. just your pockets no yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a thing for her as well and the little and, and the yeah, youngin. And the sure. youngin. For sure. I little Sone. For sure. Hi, Sone. You see little Sone got her, uh, her UNC's. Yeah, man. She out here... Big stepping with y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She, she out here with us. Nobody. She ain't playing with nobody. Yeah, man. She got, she got the shattered backboards, too. She got the little cribs. She got the breads. 
The Brad Jordan ones. Oh, yeah. She about to be shining on the gram. I already I, know. Mom's about to have I her just, shining the, on the gram. I just need the, the feet to get a little bit bigger. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Just start bit. throwing them, yeah, 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 yeah. Throwing them on. Yeah. You ain't even got to walk it. I can just hold you. I can just hold you. Or just stand you up. Yeah. Be more Take your little yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Why? She going to get more uh, Instagram followers than me. All of us. Yeah. She going to have more Instagram followers than me. The kids always get the oh, followers, yeah. bro. Especially if you get dress them up. Oh, man. The kids always get That's why I was like, I'm not about to get the girls. That's what They ain't about to shine. That kind of reminds me of that, uh, that old man that's on Instagram, right? The guy that, that he gets all like these exclusive Nike SBs and Jordan 1s, all that stuff. A that, couple uh, old men? The old man, yeah. He man, gets, he gets all that. I think he's overseas, though. But Listen, I want to know, how do these, like, they be the best influencers ever? Influencers get everything, bro. Look, man, I'll rock look, your shoe. Look back at it. Look look back at all the opportunity that's given to people that already have the money to pay for it. And just I'll think to yourself, like, look, I mean, you know, I think that's one of that's one of the reasons. And, and, like, brands are really capitalizing on that because you'll see it where people are, like, getting uploaded to like that company's Instagram wearing their stuff. Like, but you're not getting the sponsorship. You're not getting the, hey, let me send you a free pair. Or let me make sure that you hit next time on the shoe that or the product that you want. You right. Know? You don't get nothing. So nothing. What's next for you on the music tip, man? What you looking to do? So I'm trying to keep everything under wraps a little bit. Um, but then that makes me sound super cocky. So <laughs> I don't want to say that shit. Uh <laughs> Cause I'm really not. I really want to work on a R&B album. To be honest, Ooh. I want to work on a straight R&B album. That's where No More was supposed to go. No More was supposed to be on like, uh, and it was it was an album that I was working on called Phoenix. And don't quote me on it because if Phoenix never comes out, I don't want nobody in my ear like, hey, so when is Phoenix coming? Right. Um, but it don't was, bug me exactly. But Phoenix was the symbolism behind Phoenix. Obviously, is like you know you die and then you're reborn, right? And Back in high school when I was doing music, middle school, all that shit, I dropped the album, um, little slide, little side project called X. We talked about it in the last the yes, last sir. podcast. And the primary objective of that project was to have all slow songs. So Phoenix is supposed to be the re- reiteration of doing it ag- of trying it again, but with more um, more idea of what I'm doing, like a, a better grasp and understanding of what I'm doing and what I want to sound like. So that's what I was. That's what I'm working on right now. I'm looking to try and do something for Phoenix, but then on top of that, I easily could just drop a worst case scenario too. Mm. Like I, because I, I love the way worst case scenario sounds. I, I love what what's what's happening. Like I'm having, I'm getting like late feedback from people like, "Yo, so I finally gave this shit a chance, and this shit was great." Whereas if I dropped an Escape to, you know, it may not be the same. Not saying that Escape is bad. But but I feel like worst case scenario did a lot more conversion. Like it did a lot more of a transition for people where they initially hear it and they're like, this is all right. And then it goes from like, this is all right to like, this shit is great. What the fuck? Exactly. So I may end up doing like a worst case scenario too. I have a bunch of features going to retro. Um, that's what I was going to ask. So you looking to work with, man? Oh yeah, I always I'm always down to work with uh, with retro. That's my brother. You know what I mean? Um, I need going to drop a little collab album. We we were discussing it. We were mm-hmm. discussing. It. I don't know if he wanted to t- wanted me to talk about it yet. Yeah, but, don't talk about it if it's under wraps. No. But we we, we we working on we working on something. I definitely. So I've, I've talked to Paris too. Paris and I we I want to work with Paris on some stuff. Um, nothing. Everything I'm saying right now is not confirmed, but these are all people that I want to work with. I want to work speaking with, it into the a- right. existence. I want to work with. Uh, I want to do a whole project with with uh, with Sheldon. I do want to do a, mm-hmm. an entire project with Sheldon because his creative flow is so unique. I want to work. I want to work with him. Um, as as far as like the circle goes, I want to work with Too Quick. I want to work with all those artists that I've I've genuinely been like next to for like this long period of time. Uh, Nia is somebody that I want to work with. Nia is constantly, constantly inboxing me, and I'm inboxing him like, "Hey, you know, I'm down. Like, let's do something." But it's all—it's just the timing can't. It's we can't find the timing, especially with like a newborn right now. Of course. So it's a matter of uh, making sure that I make the time for it, and because he's like I said, he's his work ethic is there too. Like it's it's up there too. So like if I were to be like, "Yo, here's a beat." Here's my hook and verse. He'll probably get it back to me like that afternoon. Mm. If I send it, if I send it oh, that he morning, that fast. he works that fast. Good God, that's what I like. The the creative juices are just always flowing with with the guys that work that fast. They always have something that they want to talk about. For me, I want to build. I always like building from you know the ground up with like different ideas. I kind of 
pride myself on wanting to make sure that everything attempts to sound different from the previous. Um, sometimes it sometimes it works. Sometimes it you know you can find one track and be like, this sounds just like this track. Right. But for the most part, like if you run through worst case scenario, I made sure that I had a different message along each each track. That you can't be like, well, why do you have these two? That was one of the, one of the reasons why we got cut down to seven two. I had songs that sounded like mood already. I had songs that sounded like uh, resting in something peace. different. I wanted you to hear a different tone per track. I understand. Sometimes it be like that though. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to get so complacent and just have just one say, lane. Yeah, you know I already I mean? know. I understand, man. Before we get out of here, man, uh, how many more albums you dropping this year, man? I know it's at the top of the year. How many looking to drop? I pro, not albums, projects per se. Excuse me. I am the type of person that when it gets done, I feel it. So I can't even give you a number. Reason being is for that that exact reason. Because I can be working on a project right now and be like, I think I'm almost done with like, and I have like 12 tracks. And then I'll listen back to all 12 tracks and be like, all right, eight of these. I I don't want to drop eight of these now. I'll drop these on something else because they don't sound that well. It doesn't doesn't go well together. Um, So I can't, I don't even want to put a number on it because also it's a matter of finding time between baby crying to get in the studio and actually take my eyes off of her for a second mm-hmm. to actually get in the studio and start working. And I'm the type of person, bro, like, I do not want to put all that pressure on her mother. You know what I mean? Like, I do not want it to be like, I don't want her to feel like she's raising this child by herself. By herself right. Uh, I want to be there. Right. I, I want her to know, because I didn't, I grew up without a dad. You know what I mean? Like, my dad, he, you know, not no deadbeat type shit, but like, my dad passed away before I was born. Right. So my mom did have to do it. Like, all by herself. Yeah, you saw everything. And I saw everything and how it unfolded and how difficult difficult it is. And I'm like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I want to be there for my, my kid, but also want to be there for my significant other. Like, she definitely needs my support. So I can't even put a, a number on how many projects I want or I want to do because it's a matter of, like, me finding the the, the, the time. Obviously, I can stay up, like, super late, work from, like, on, on music for, like, mm-hmm. from, like, 12 to 6 a.m., but then you won't get any sleep because baby wakes up at 6 a.m. your body's ruined. And so, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to keep my mental health th- good, too. You I know what I mean? So. Especially with a newborn. Mm-hmm. Especially with a newborn, man. You don't you don't hear a lot of artists think and say things like how you just explained. So I I truly appreciate As a yeah. dad, I, I appreciate that number yeah. one, man. Absolutely. She comes, baby comes first. That's it. And, I mean, shit. The way she cries and how loud she is mm-hmm. she may actually outdo me in music bro like she she got the the pipes man she can scream i'm like man you better <laughs> hey that's what i'd be like with you better Santa, get in man. the damn studio when you get older i don't want to hear shit she got the personality i'm like damn you're gonna be better than me yeah i'm, I'm looking I at her it. i'm like yeah. damn like you gonna do something facts i, I know you're gonna do something like facts. we want to get her into different things when she gets older obviously want to keep her active yeah um but I feel like she's definitely gonna probably hit that artist that artist lane and just start like working on. Because especially when she'll be she gets friend. old enough and she starts seeing what I do, mm-hmm. and she'll be like, "Daddy, like, what is that?" Mm-hmm. Or like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm working on a song." She's like, "Let me hear," it. and she hears it, and she'll be like, "Okay, you know, it'd be really cool, Daddy, if you if do I this." Did, yeah, yeah. And then See, from there, that's gonna just kickstart it all. You that's know, your what partner I mean? in crime, right? That, that'll be yeah. that'll be my best friend in the studio for sure. I already know, man. You got any uh, new merch coming uh, anytime soon? You're going to wait till uh, the projects drop. So we were talking um, about doing another video release party for, for the next video, which is Red Impala. But it's going to be like super limited spaces. Right. Like we're literally looking at about a max of 20 people. Okay. Um, and I'm we're in discussion of um, debating on if we want to just have it as, a, as an open invite and you just kind of do the, the event bright, whatever. Or do I reach out specifically to influencers so that we can kind of showcase... Get that on the ground. Yeah, like, get you know, showcase what's yeah, going yeah, on. Sure. So, um, hopefully... Because, I like, a lot of people that I'm going to hit up, like, I fucks with their art. Like, you know, photographers, videographers, uh, rappers, singers. I fucks with what they're doing, and I just kind of want them to be a part of what I got going on, too. Um, so, we're debating on if we want to open it like open the floodgates to, for 20 tickets or do we want to really just capitalize on what's, what we got with the opportunity that we got because when I tell you when I when the location gets revealed as to where we where we, where we got set up yeah I feel like a lot of people are going to want to be involved Thanks. so I like that 
you know, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, yeah, Let me know I, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, for shiggity. You know, I want to be in the building, man. Absolutely, man. Uh, player one, man. We appreciate you stopping by again. Uh, any shout outs, anything you want to give the people before we get out here? Give all your your socials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they can uh, find you all the good stuff. Absolutely. So obviously the website, uh, IamPlayer1.com. Uh, that is P L Y R one. So there's that. Uh, Instagram I, at IamPlayer1. Twitter at IamPlayer1. Facebook I'm Player One because somebody took I am Player One and when I <laughs> when I find you, you it's, <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah. Uh, shout out to shout out to my young and shout out to the little girl Sone Sone Wilson. Um, shout out to my wife Jessica Wilson Jessica Thong Wilson. She wanted to put the hyphenated thing yeah, going on. Um, but <laughs> these are like my big supporters, man. Shout out to my moms. Uh, shout out to my brother Retro D. Shout out to Paris. Shout out to Steven. Uh, shout out to Nee. Shout out to all, like, everybody that was involved with uh, the, the videos for Reckless and the shout out to for oh, shout out to Angel Nine Millie for shooting the video for Juan. Dope video. Um, shout out to bro. Just shout out. You know what I mean? Like we could be here all night because, like I said, bro, I am not one that does everything solo. Like none of this shit is by like by myself. I'll never lie to you and tell you like, oh, I got where I got because I did this by myself. Like I didn't have no help. No, bro. Like I got where I'm at. Because I did reach out to people and, and, you know, saw that they have, they, they saw my potential and was like, I'm, I want to work with you. And I was very open to wanting to work with them. So, yeah. Man, DJ, man. Oh. Oh, shout out, was, to, shout out to Kang. But we going to shout out Kang. Kang one more again, you know, because that's. That's how we get shouted out, man. That's the boy, bro. Shout out got to the project sounding he, he real got the, good. Yes, yeah, I got it. Crispy. Yeah, <laughs> facts, facts. Crispy. Popeye's chicken, boy. Hey, man, you want to get some music sounding good, go holler at Kang, man. Kang of the crew. Cool. He'll get you right. Yes, sir. You better come with some money, too. He ain't cheap. He is not. Pay for, pay for perfection. Pay for quality. Yeah, you're going to pay for quality. quality, number one. So, hey, don't come. Hey, man, can you do No. Just pay. You wouldn't do that to the weed, man. Just just pay. Pay it up. You want quality? You want fans? You want to build your audience and grow your audience? You got your music got to sound like something. Mm-hmm. I listen to everything. Like If you want to come on my podcast, I listen to everything. So your music better sound like something for me to even just put you in the dough. So take a little heat of advice, artists. That uh, want to be on the podcast. And for that, man, we are back. We are back. One-on-one with Jerm, presented by Two West Boys. We are back. Follow me, man. Uh, yeah, follow me or us. Yeah. <laughs> on Twitter, uh, it's one-on-one with Jerm. There's no W-I-T-H. It's W-T-H with Jerm. Uh, follow me on Instagram, one-on-one with Jerm. If you follow Two West Boys, y'all are still a follower. It's just the page has been transformed to one-on-one with Jerm. So just follow the page. I had to check that shit, too. I yeah. was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I'm already it's following him. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, wait a minute. How did this happen? Inception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like you said, man, like, uh, follow us, bro. Like, Follow uh, us. And as, as artists, bro, we need to definitely work together to kind of get to the top, bro. Facts. I know that it feels much better. Um, when you have a team behind you, so Facts. follow us, follow us, follow us. I, we, at I am player one, I A M P L P L Y R one. Yeah, and shout out my boy Jerm, bro. Shout out to that. Always, man. We, we we go back like four flats on the Cadillac, man. Nike days. Yes, sir. That, that ain't nothing. You always welcome here, my brother, man. If you want some dope artists like Player One to come sit up here and talk to talk with your boy, if you got some sponsorship uh, ideas that you want to send my way. Uh, some partnership ideas. Shout out to Cassibus Clothing one time. Uh, send them to the email, 2westboys at gmail.com. That's the number 2, W-E-S-S-B-O-Y-Z at gmail.com, man. And before we get out of here, man, just remember, stay positive, smile, and blessings <laughs> manifest, man. Till the next time we reach your ears, man, we gone. Peace.